If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. Today's show is sponsored by the Virgin Megastore. When Draculia wants songs that don't suck, he goes to Virgin. We saw Dracula 2000, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How Did This Go Bait? We're gonna have a good time, celebrate some failure, not just be a hater. Can't you know you wonder how did this go bait? Let's wallow in the mediocrity of subpar art. Perhaps we'll find the answer to the question, how did this get made? Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made. I am Paul Shear, and today we are talking about Dracula 2000, a film that you all picked. That's right. You voted for this film out of a list of 10 films on the Discord. We had no say. We had no option. We gave it all to you. We wanted to see how you would do if you could best our amazing producer, Errol Halley, who picks all of our films. And you know what? You brought some heat. You gave us a Gerard Butler film that came out, and you guessed it, 2000. And uh, what do you need to know? Dracula. He's in New Orleans. It's 2000. Vitamin C is in it. The singer. All right, let's break it down and uh, introduce my two co-hosts. Please welcome Jason Manzukis and June Diane Raphael. How are you both? Well, now now I know who to blame. I, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know they made us watch this, so that yes. makes that seems like punishment. They have been uh, begging to pick a movie, begging to pick a movie, and, uh, and we, this is what they chose. This is it. <laughs> Old school Jerry Butler action. By the way. Jerry Butler is Dracula. We love Gerard Butler on the show. And this does not look like the Gerard Butler that I know and love. I mean, this is like. Can I just uh, say something? I did yeah. not know it was Gerard Butler until about 45 seconds ago. Wait. What? Whoa. Whoa. No, and there were many points where I thought, God, he looks a lot like Gerard Butler. And then I oh, thought, I wonder wow. who that guy is. And then I thought. Wow, I wonder if that guy and Gerard Butler were coming up around the same time, and then Gerard Butler just <laughs> in like fa- in fact, took they off. Were. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had so many. I mean, I was very much so with Gerard Butler watching this movie, but was also like, who that's not is Gerard Butler. Like, wow. I, w- the physique. Yes, very different. He the, is like. The bone structure, just his body's like. Very lean and live. Structure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He like looks Pilates like, bod. Yeah. He looks a little bit like, um, like, James Franco meets like the cover of a romance novel, like the the character to that me, yeah you, yeah like uh, to that, me uh, he looks like I feel like they modeled him after the uh, uh, dream in the Sandman in, in Neil Gaiman's oh. The Sandman. Like I feel like they have him looking exactly like Dream, which is very weird and interesting. But I thought he looks great, and this is I'm he assuming right. This is before Three Hundred. Is that right? Yes. This is 2000. This is before 300. He was actually doing a play on Broadway. Oh, wow. And they gave him a break to come shoot this life-changing movie, this movie that was going to change everything. I feel like 300, like, A, really broke Gerard Butler huge, but also broke him in a way that made us feel like he's... He's meant to be this big, beefy, muscular. I am that's the so body type. Fascinated, and I have to say, after watching this, I'm like, not only does Gerard's Ger, does Gerard's Butler does Gerard Butler? <laughs> How that's do you a, think Gerard Butler? Like, yeah. That's the T-shirt, Gerard's not- Butler. It's his Alfred. <laughs> He's like, I'm home, Alfred. <laughs> I really was like, oh. It can't be him because, of course, is his. I find him to be a bigger presence on screen always. Yes. Well, and that's one of the things that I wrote is I was like, they're giving him nothing. They're giving him nothing to do, barely any lines. And the true disservice to him and everybody else who's a vampire is the fake vampire teeth are making the lines they do have sound weird. Okay, really. well, I, I mean. so much to say about those teeth. The, oh, the yeah? teeth. <laughs> I have a lot to say about the teeth. I will also say that this movie starts off in a place that's very hard for me, which is a place I like to call accent confusion there are so many Mm. accents coming in in that first speaking scene i mean we don't need this prologue of a ship at sea but we have it but then once people start speaking i'm like christopher Plummer, you're doing something uh jennifer esposito you're doing something johnny lee miller you're doing something like and i'm like my brain couldn't handle is doing something oh yeah Um, but mary in new orleans is doing none of their i thought she was tatiana masani for a while what? <laughs> yep. Tatiana Maslany from the year 2000? I know. I, You know, so much was going on. <laughs> like I didn't. She wasn't born then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I, I couldn't. No, nobody's accents made sense to where we were meeting them also. No. You know, no. so you're like, here we are in London. Christopher Plummer, uh, in fact, has a whatever is Van Helsing. German or Austrian or, or what is Van Helsing? I thought Austrian. Knows. I don't know, D- yeah. but not like British. No, but he's doing a weird accent. He's doing like a German Austrian accent. Everyone, but, but I it feel was like also I, so British at points. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's kind of like the accent work in my favorite accent film. Oh, oh how's the Gucci, yeah, baby? Exactly. How's the Gucci? Yeah. Oh, mamma mia, we saw Mario. I mean, House of Gucci. This is like House of Gucci level accent work because it's like I'm in, I'm out. What is happening? I also just. The movie is confusing straight up because we start with Christopher Plummer working at this antiquities firm that seems like, wow, this 
How are they making money? Is really what I wanted to get into. Like, Listen, how well, is Carfax? You, you know, I worked yeah. at a, I worked at an antique shop in the Upper East Side okay. for oh, a year. Okay. So oh. I do have. There's big money in antiques. Yeah, really? and he says we're turning a oh, profit, yeah. aren't we? You know, like yeah, they're they're trading in a lot of well, great stuff. I mean, what are they trading in? Because Johnny Lee Miller is like bringing him a crossbow, like like all and sorts it's like of you, curiosities, though. Paul. Yeah, like I guess all sorts right. of curiosities. And if it's not yeah. related to Van Helsing's previous work as a monster hunter, then I guess it gets sold at auction. But the safe, the state of the art safe oh, that he has, <laughs> the vault is a true catacomb. Like the building is, you know, yes, it's made out of stone and it's in this, uh, and I don't know what that real building is in London, but it it's a beautiful building. It's, cool. it's a stone, a stone There's building. There's a lot with, of cool visual stuff that is, that is real, you know, inside yes. of this that I enjoyed, yeah. But when they open up this safe, they go into an old school medieval Game of Thrones style dungeon where it's like skulls are out, like and and like things are being kept on shelves. And it's like at this point, yeah, Van Helsing could have just upped, cleaned up, cleaned up, upped it, put some nice security and like his security even seems to be antiquated, like just. Well, Old it's just school it's easily beaten. It's easily, I mean, like there's a diehard level Nakatomi Plaza, like we're in, you know, just like hacking the computer and then it's over. We're, we're like, it's so easy for what is to Omar me, Epps. Yeah, to me, it, it, it seems to me like this group is not like super sophisticated. They seem like they're just trying Jason, to come in and rob the place. They literally have a recreation of Van Helsing's eye, which yeah, is like, give me a prequel series. that? I found them to be pretty sophisticated, so much so that I was like, who is behind this exactly? I think Omar Epps and Omar Epps. And Jennifer Esposito. Yes. Because she's the one that's saying... There's something if there, there's no you don't have a vault. If, if they don't know, that's I the guess thing. Is just, they don't here's know. What I'm just trying to understand. They Jennifer Esposito and Omar Epps are they they own a private plane. It seems a private jet. Yeah, a prop. Okay. or they or they get one. Yeah, they're they're like okay. a, a thief team. They're like Ocean's there's, Eleven. <laughs> I guess they're like Ocean's Eleven. I'm just like what's interesting about them to me is that they already must have so much money. As just an organization of criminals. Well, they but they already must have so much money that they have a private plane that they've embedded her in this. They, they got all these people on the payroll to open up a safe where they don't know what's going to be That's in there. my issue. Jennifer yeah. Esposito, if you are a master safe cracker, she's like, I. my gut tells me yeah. they got something good in here. Like that's and that, it. you wouldn't mount this whole operation without oh knowing God. what you were stealing. You would never, you would never go to these lengths on a hunch. You but know what I mean? Like that's, I should hope they not. have antiquities. They but, have things they they could steal that now, are worth a lot of money. Now I kind of want there to be an Ocean's Eleven sequel. Oh, I wrote where, that down. We need a where prequel. What where what they're stealing is Dracula. <laughs> Okay, Where it's well, like they get everybody around and it's like that that snappy music and then Clooney's like, okay, we know that Dracula is underneath the Wynn Hotel the hotel and casino in Vegas. We're gonna find- go in, we're gonna soak it in blood, and we're gonna wake Dracula. Oh, and by the Dracula. way, uh, the way that they pronounce Dra- Dracula. Um the way Dracula, they they are able to run off with what looks like 
an incredibly heavy coffin so quickly that Van Helsing, when he realizes that his shit's being broken into, doesn't even give chase, but it seems like they're in a sewer tunnel with a giant-ass coffin. There was no car. There was oh, nothing like that. They would have gotten max 100 feet from 100 where they feet. were, you know, before he was like, oh, hey, stop. I believe it's broad daylight when they get in there. And they also exit through a hole in the wall. They have no idea where it's going. They this did, was that not wasn't their part plan. Of plan. <laughs> this, they're just over. improvising. Again, if I were them, I would just take whatever. Honestly, I would sell that private jet and I would put that money in a, in a you know, High yielding kind of IRA oh, or something. Really? By the Roth way, I, IRA and a just Roth? live oh, off. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. You, got, you should definitely do a Roth like, why IRA. Why are we doing this? This is investment why are we talk doing with this? June. <laughs> you know, how did this sense. get financed? How did this get invested? Um, I will say this: what I really love about the robbery scene is the constant justifications. Like they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll definitely put skulls up to to freak us out. Yeah, don't you here? get it? Don't you get it? This is just to scare us away. What? No. no. We're in 2,000 people. Uh, by it's the way. It's shocking throughout how much people, and I guess maybe this is just the thing, is like in horror movies, how much people are willing to justify true warning signs as just mm. absolutely normal. Major red flags. Omar Epps is doing backflips here to explain why they should yeah. be taking a coffin that's ingesting blood. We're here for money, Marcus. The skulls are to scare us. The crosses, the coffin, all of it. It's a grand spanking mind fuck to scare off these. If you make a killing, why hide it in a safe? When you can hide it in a coffin. This look like an old wood box to you guys? The holy grail, the golden fleece, the crown fucking jewels, whatever it is, it's inside. Hey, Dax and Shade, you get your gear and you get this thing open. Oh, no, I am not touching that fucking coffin. Wanna get paid? Get it open! I mean, that scene to me is like, I don't follow this leader. I don't believe in this. Like, they are delusional. I don't think they are good thieves. I feel Do like... You, let me ask you this. Uh, they're, they're, they are, they seem to think they're robbing, obviously, a wealthy antiquities dealer mm -hmm. who has a vault, <laughs> a vault probably full of riches. Okay, got it. Do they know or do they not know that his name is Van Helsing? Because Dracula does exist here. In this they world, they do know, do, and and if they do know that, do they are is nobody from the Jennifer Esposito, Omar Epps, That's a great question, and even Johnny Lee Miller, frankly, even though he's not part of the robbers, he's still in in Van Helsing's employ. Mm -hmm. Nobody is ever like, hey, are you related to Van Helsing of the Van I Helsing's Van Helsing? Like it makes no, it, well, nobody another speaks question. To it. You know, not to get back to their financial situation, but if I'm if I have developed or have the ability to get the technology to copy someone's retina and their Make. handprints. That's minority report level stuff. Like a yeah. movie that exactly. came out that's like but it, future and, and technology. Way, that's fine if they know the hope diamonds behind there. Yeah. yeah. But what I cannot wrap my mind around is just they have this. I mean, how much do you think that eyeball cost? That eyeball alone. The fuel. I did think it was fuel for the plane. Yeah. I did think it was cool, the eyeball, the close-up on the eyeball turning into the lock undoing on the vault. Yeah. There, yeah. Was, there was some cool visuals in there, and I liked all that stuff. But I agree with you 100%. They must have invested tens of thousands, if not hundreds At of thousands least, of dollars Jason. into the pre-work for a robbery they did not know what it would yield, frankly. Okay, here, here's another thing I just want to put out there about these robbers. 
it's it seems like it's quitting time when they pull off their first, you know, when because it's like, oh, I'm leaving for the day. Goodbye. Door closes. You know, so let's say it's five or six o'clock, give or take, you know, in that zone. You know, oh, yeah, I guess so, it's not broad daylight. You're right. It's the end of day. It's, end of business. It's end of day. End of business. End of business. And and it's London, so it's gloomy and gray. Exactly. Always. So that's very true. Perfect here's my setting thought. for you know perfect help. robbing drag. weather. <laughs> perfect drag weather. Uh, and so here's my thought: they run down that sewer tunnel, and they're like, "Okay, um, well, here's a manhole cover." And then, so in the middle of early evening, rush hour traffic, they're popping open a manhole cover and then lifting. Easily yeah. a three hundred pounds, like two hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds. Yeah, five, it's like it's a. It, it has a ma- steel. It has a corpse in it, and it's it is made of the heaviest metal. It, it like lead. It feels like so. They're just pushing that up. I again get me a camera on this team. A bunch of their guys have been killed. And like, that's the other thing. They don't react at all. The, two of their um, cohorts have been killed by antique booby traps. Yes, yeah. these guys are getting full blown speared with like you know, that was horrible. you know, and and so and everybody's sad. just like, whoa, okay, come on, we got to get this thing out of here, and they just they they move so quickly past their dead uh, uh, um, teammates that I was like, what? There is, I feel no like morning. the movie's problem is the movie's problem is it's not sure who the movie's about, you know, like yeah. if this movie was smart, it would have been about. It would have been Ocean's Eleven. It would have been about the robbers and their, their they've got a tip, they've got a, a, a lead, they're going to rob this place. And then when they get there, uh-oh, it's Dracula. Or right. the movie could have just been about Mary Von Helsing, which I thought was also interesting. That. I was like, oh, yeah. that's, that's sort of a new way into Dracula. Like someone who has part Dracula blood. Yep. Like, or that was fascinating. Or... It could have been about the guy that he hired to make all those contraptions. Like, all right, so I do need a coffin that you know the, the crucifix is going to turn <laughs> Who pop did open. That? I do need I do need like a a lot of leeches. I need a helmet. Like well, I, I think need like, all yeah. that happened like a hundred years ago. Okay, that so that's old I technology. Think, I think that, that's that coffin's old. old school. All right, that, wow. Yeah, that so coffin it's be heavier. and the and the switch underneath it, and because also the booby <laughs> traps. Seemed like they were like rusty spikes from a hundred years ago. Yeah, but they do were, you it, think those booby traps? Like, do you think they're tested? Like, you know, when you leave a car at some a friend's house, and then like you huh. ask them to go start it every, you know, once a week, so it doesn't. I don't know. Do you think so you think they happen? do dry like, runs? I, yeah, like just because just because if those booby traps hadn't been used for hundreds of years, like wow. Well, I and mean, you're yeah. right, and I will say this, and now I'm going to amend what I said. All those booby traps were old, but there is also a modern security system, like a computer-based right. security system. And so at some point, somebody would have had to have installed all that. Like, you could have gone in Helsing, there yeah. and cleaned up the skulls. I mean, by the way, the, by the, the, way, the Paul, carelessness. you and I just had a conversation not to talk about. You know, I've, I know I've gotten into a lot of trouble on this podcast with what I've said about locksmiths. <laughs> oh, <and> boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to say, you know, just talking about security systems, because I actually one of the ways they get in to the antiquities firm is one of the one of the um, robbers says he's part of security uh, and is checking on the security system. Well, and also uh, they throw like a Pokemon, a Pokemon ball at one of the things like whatever technology that is that Omar Epps throws an exploding ball 
at that guy's face. face. Like that seems like is just a stun thing, but I've Again, never seen that. that technology. Yeah. Sell it Make to the military mint. and live the rest of your lives in peace alive. But they don't <laughs> um, they don't want that. They love the what juice could have of, been the, in of, there? The, of the They've never been in there. Anyway, what, what I was gonna say though, in there? Paul, you and I just went over last night something that I had completely forgotten, which is a gentleman who installed our security system. This is way back when at, at an oh, old department yeah. of ours was incredibly creepy. <laughs> we did go over that, Jason. We just did. So you know, we turned we it over, over and I was like, God, you got to Wait, you just did twice. or at the time? We just did. No, no, last no, night. No, oh. it was like we'd never talked about it. This event that happened where this man said something so fucking strange to me while we were both in the house and we were walking around showing him like where we needed to protect ourselves. And he was like straight up serial killer. Straight up. Wow. Okay. And then we proceeded to pay him to install all of our alarms. But I... <laughs> I mean, once they're in your house, you, you've already you have to so you got to roll the dice. It's not an oral contract. You can you can go to someone else. Well, he's already in. He's already in. We already invited the vampire. That's, like, in. that's the basically that's the wrong the cold, one in. That's the cold open to one of these movies. That's like okay, oh. you know, he says something creepy, and then you're like, we sh- we're still gonna use you. And um, then yeah, I just feel then, like a consumer of security systems. You have no recourse with this, you know, with like the people who are installing. It's like I have to assume at some point I have to take a leap of faith here. Cut to Jerry Orbach's walking around surveying your bodies, being like, "I don't know what <laughs> happened," and and the rest of the Law and Order episode happens. Today's podcast is brought to you by. Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace. And I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the Cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new Cinnamon Crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. We've already poked holes in the idea that thieves shouldn't go off of a, a gut check of wealth. But their plan then is, let's take this giant-ass coffin that we can't figure out how to open to the Cayman Islands, which is off the coast of Cuba, uh, you know, near Jamaica. They're coming from the UK, and they land in a swamp in New Orleans, which, if you try to put all of that together, it seemingly makes well, no remember, sense. Dracula ties the pilot to his chair and I believe makes him take him to New Orleans. And the only reason why he wants to go to New Orleans is because he feels... He can sense he can the sense blood of there. Mary is is Van Helsing's daughter who passed some of Dracula's blood onto Mary. Christopher Plummer is Mary's father. He has Dracula's blood. Right. So now Dracula can sense, I believe, this is the movie's logic can sense Mary's presence in the world and because has been dreaming they see about each, her. Right, they see each other. They see each other like in dreams like slash waking Kylo life, Ren. Like, like Ray and Kylo Ren. Yes. I, <laughs> I didn't even I put was that like, together. Whoa. Are you saying, okay, so I, here's what I just didn't like quite pick up on. Before he's awakened by the robbers, Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Is, does she have any sense of him or no? She's dreaming about him. Before he wakes up? Yes, because over her she, whole life. She's because she says, yeah, because okay, like her roommate's okay. like, you're yelling again. Okay, but it's like, getting right, worse. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's vitamin getting C. worse, maybe. Yes. Wait, who is I, vitamin C? You keep vitamin, saying that. Uh, vitamin C is Lucy Westerman. Um, but I mean, I'm sorry, who is oh, vitamin C? Oh, so, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> good question. So vitamin C was like, um, uh, and I, I don't want to use this term derogatorily, but uh, a one-hit wonder, like had a very popular oh, okay. song. Um, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was, uh, it was Graduation. Um, here, you can take a listen to that. And so who was vitamin C in the movie? Lucy Westerman, the roommate. The roommate. Who works at Virgin Megastore and is in front of her own rack of CDs. So she, Oh, is that right? Oh, that's yes. Okay, so she created that graduation song? Yes. Was she, singer of it. Singing in it? Yeah, oh, okay, that, that's her. Yeah, got, her name her. was okay, Vitamin C. Understood. And she Understood. was a singer and she had As we yeah. go on. Okay, got it. Yeah, there, I mean, she released a lot of a lot of albums. I mean, there's a, a lot of uh, tracks, I should say. Huh. I, uh, I, 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 I thought Friends she was really, forever, I thought she know? was great. I, I thought she was great. I didn't know. And I got to um, say, I'm going to say, I think I've said this before. I absolutely love Jennifer Esposito. I terrific. wrote it down. MVP. I, 
in these movies, her. but she's she great. is in so many of our terrible, terrible movies and is so good. At Always them. so fucking good. What is so good about her, too, is like, I feel like she gets it. Like she Always. gets the movie that she's in. And there's a moment where she at the end of the movie where she has a crossbow and she literally takes like a pose with it, like a chick chick and like like a sexy like a now I'm going to kill you pose. But she like can revel in all those moments and play awesome, awesome all around. Like, I feel like she gets She's having tones. fun. She yes. gets what's happening. She gets what the what movie yes. she's in. Uh, and the and, scariest actually, vampire to me. A bunch of people do in this movie. Yeah. I'm not, you know, not, but I think she's doing vitamin C too. They're do, they're really, they're, and Jerry, Jerry Ryan, right? Is who yeah, the Jerry, oh, Jerry, Jerry War- Ryan's great. Yeah. The Jerry Ryan where is. Jerry Ryan gets killed is just so good. I mean, she's just perfect. Jerry Ryan does say one thing that I, I took some offense to, which is when she's attacking Johnny Lee Miller, um, she goes, you ever want to do it with a, a TV star? And I was like, well, yeah. you're not really a TV star. You're you're a local news reporter. I mean, like, let's not elevate our let's not you elevate your position. Commentary? You don't think that was commentary on her role as a as a TV star? You don't think that was a meta? Joke? Oh, I think this is before that, maybe. But um, maybe oh. I'm wrong. I think Voyager is oh, after okay. this. But oh, um, oh, all right. But but I'll say this. Can we just listen to her do her news report? I'm here in a swamp of death tonight for five doomed souls destined for points unknown. We have shocking footage of the presumed pilot. Sensitive viewers may want to turn away. He was bizarrely lashed to the yoke with radio cable and bound in twisted pipe. The remaining four victims, as well as an antique silver coffin, were removed to nearby Clark, where a tiny town hall has been transformed into a morgue tonight. That is like some of the most unprofessional reporting. <laughs> like she's like swamp of death, flight of death. And she's like, and and the way that she describes five bodies, like it overcrowded the morgue. Really? Five bodies? You got to take it to a, a town hall? Like yeah. this is New Orleans. I, I imagine people are dying. Like what? We, like, just, you, we just saw um, Lance Henriksen and Jean-Claude Van Damme rack up quite a lot of bodies. Yeah, yeah no one's no right. filling up a, right. a, a county courthouse. By the way, I wanted them to bump into Lance Henriksen when they ran through that cemetery. It's like perfect uh, crossover what, here what they what they needed was one of those um rifles that shoots arrows they that so that they could shoot um you know wooden stakes out of a rifle that would oh have been amazing gosh. so let me just ask okay not to jump to the end but mary van helsing is part human part vampire so because her dad Right, is, because her dad had the blood in him. Right, but yeah, the, from the spear that so, went through Dracula and then into uh, so Van Christopher Helsing. Plummer. I mean, I like that capturing again. Who's the man who invents these traps? That trap was pretty amazing. It was like he's walking down an alley, but it was all mirrors. Then behind all the mirrors are guys with like you know uh, pointy sticks, and you know I guess they're stakes, but they're not like that. Like the contraptions are great. Um, but yeah, so I guess Van Helsing at one point was like a capture Dracula. Now it's time for me to to go get laid, have have a life, and he does. But has it? But then disowns this daughter. This was this a cut scene that you saw? No, now I well, need to go get he laid. Disowns <laughs> his He's like, daughter. It's that his wife finds out and she leaves him. Okay, but why and is his wife worried? Probably because Dracula's in the basement. Her husband's a vampire. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think I don't think Christopher Plummer's a vampire. I think he's. Um, well, what is he? I he think looks he, young. Well, he's because yes, for he, his age. 
But I think that's because he's in he's injecting Immortal. himself with Dracula's blood. He remember he's taking the leeches I that have been on. Yes. So, yeah. Oh no, you're right. I, okay, so I thought the leeches were sucking out his blood to make him not full vampire. That's what I okay, thought so too. I thought oh. he was using the leeches to suck vampires' blood out of Dracula. Um, All right, because then he's right because like, Dracula is yeah. covered with leeches. Then he's taking those leeches, sucking out the blood in a syringe, putting it into his body to give him long life. Okay, is what so I think. then, so then your theory would going back to what June said earlier is that he's down in that coffin quite a lot. Yeah, if he's getting I, the leeches off the body, like every so, yeah, I don't know, like you know, like you know, like how often like, do you refill a prescription? Well, I mean, it looks like he had like four That's containers right. of leeches underneath that. He's got to call. He's got to call Rite Aid and be like, "I need, I need another right, month of leeches." Your leeches are in. Please come <laughs> to pick up your leeches. Uh, Dial zero <laughs> for pharmacy. Still confused about how he's able to take so much of that blood. Because I think sort of he would be immortal. Work like you take enough that you that he's able to live forever, but he doesn't actually become a vampire. Oh, I think what it is is this: he shared blood with Dracula. Uh, he shared blood with him, but his daughter is of the blood, the true mix. Like it's almost like somebody put a little bit of blood in his blood, but then when he passed his blood to her, she is made of that blood. So I think like, they're getting benefits, but I, it, and maybe this is, people are probably screaming at their radios because we're getting, they're like, why am I listening radio? to a podcast on my radio? <laughs> Dra- yeah, exactly. They're getting their Dracula. We're getting Dracula lore mi- mixed up because I don't know if it makes you a vampire. If you just get some of Dracula's blood inside you, don't you have to be bitten? Yeah, of course. But that's no, what he's saying. That she's been Van, Van Helsing is never bitten, bitten. She was born. No, Van Helsing was never bitten either. No, but she, no, but right? the woman was, bit, but Mary Van Helsing was bitten by Dracula. Later, in later. the movie. Later. And, yeah, then yeah, that, yeah. and that's what makes her part Drac, part Helsing. This well, is our no, because Helsing he movie. says before, the reason why he's looking for her is because she's the only one like him who was... Not bitten, but born vampire. Well, no, no, but he was born as Judas. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, he was born as Judas Iscariot and is somehow upon betraying Christ and hanging himself, he is reborn as an Can I ask a question about this? Yeah, because like that, I don't, yeah. Okay, so the idea being, in my remembrance of Catholic school and going to church and, and all this sort of stuff, and June, I know that you have the, you know, a similar background of church. So let's see if we can put it together. My thought was that Judas betrays Jesus, feels so guilty about it that he kills himself. In this movie, it posits, and then he's like, fuck that. Now I hate this guy. Like, like it takes away the remorse element of Judas. Right? Like, so Judas like Gosh. is wanting forgiveness. He feels so badly that that's why he commits suicide. But then he comes back on like, oh, I hate the Bible and I hate gold because it reminds me of Jesus who betrayed me. It feels like it's like, it's almost like Jesus did this. Yeah, no, I don't. No, no, I don't think it's that Jesus did this. I think that I think that he is um, he a, is yeah. he is reborn to live in misery. He's but, he's but, now but suffering it seems like and he blames. Pop- he blames God and and obviously Christ for his like eons of suffering. Basically. So basically like Jesus was like, so in the movie, guys, what I'm saying is like, is the movie positing that God is watching over this and is like, you 
fucked over my son for 20 pieces of silver. So you know what? You're going to become a motherfucking vampire. Like, well, yeah, and like, it's yeah, like a vengeful of. God. Well, I remember at the beginning of the movie, Johnny Lee Miller comes in and he says. Oh, yeah, he reads you know, that thing. Yeah. yeah, he reads a thing that says, you know, the 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 crown, mm-hmm. blah, 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 falling off the blah, blah, blah. And Christopher Plummer correct, corrects him and says, actually, it's Halo. And I think what it's I think what we're meant to believe maybe oh. is that this is a little bit of a fallen angel story. Which, you know, by the way, is, to my understanding, and I'm sure so many people are screaming at their radios. I mean, some people are looking at their phonograph player and they're going like, oh. They've tuned us in on AM, t- on 1010 Winds, where we air, where we simulcast. If we can look at our audience right now, their heads are all cocking like that dog going, like, where is that sound coming out of that megaphone on the <laughs> top the of that phonograph? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're listening to us on a this wax cylinder. That's the shirt. I know. How did this get made? Victrola symbol. <laughs> as far as I know, for and for all the families gathered around the radio right now, as far as I know, this is a brand new kind of take on how Dracula became Dracula. Yes. Seems like it. Yeah. Because in, like right? okay, so in the you. past, so we've understood never... him. As a yeah, warrior. in the past, I, I believe I believe he Vlad. has been Vlad the Impaler. Yes, that's who we understand to be modern day Dracula. Is yeah. so look but in Bram and Bram Stoker and though. Oh, sorry, in Bram Stoker's in Bam novel. Margera's, in Bam Margera's novel, <laughs> what happens Bam is Bam. Johnny Knoxville kicks him so hard in the balls <laughs> that he grows vampire teeth. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Bam Stoker. <laughs> uh, but basically, I'm he kicked in the balls by Dracula. Wow, now, now. So in in the novel, he used black magic to turn himself into a vampire. Uh, uh, but he did it mm. out of eternal love for his bride, who he'd meet again when she was reincarnated. Uh, I see. So that, yeah. But then, uh, yeah. So I don't oh, know. so inside of the Dracula narrative, reincarnation exists. That's interesting as well. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot of... But this this movie is the first time I've ever experienced the idea that Dracula is Judas. Yes. Who is Me meant too. to, I guess, meant to uh, live for all eternity uh, in in regret for the actions he did he by killing thrilled. God's son. It seems like if you come back as Dracula and you're just like can control everything you can make mist do what you want every like person that you're attracted to is like under your command like it seems you can like turn he's into a... a wolf you can turn into bats it's it's pretty rad yeah yeah it's a you're great sexy life, af you it's a great life <laughs> you know and it's also like very fluid sexually you know yes women men men biting men women biting women it's all you know it's it's all happening are you, I'm curious, are, are you guys vampire, like, were you, did you read the Anne Rice books? Were you, like, when, or any of the kind of, because vampires have had multiple, just in our lifetimes, multiple periods of incredible mm. popularity. The from only, the, including the only Twilight uh, and the rest. vampire movie I've ever seen is Leslie Nielsen's uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Of course. Uh, and that, you know, that is really where I began and end. And, and nothing really tops it there as far as scary, fun, spooky, sexy. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I I did enjoy the Twilight movie. We did it on the show. I like them. Oh, yeah, 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 right. I was like, when did we watch them? Oh, yeah, Apparently for the, show. the Interview with a Vampire series that's happening right now is well, pretty that's, good. That's supposed to be incredible. I can't yeah. wait to see so, it. Yeah, so I don't know. And I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a vampire or, or really a, a horror vampire? fan. I'm not a vampire. I was going to say a vampire fan, but um, 
but I've heard from multiple people that that's Here's where I was disappointed. I, I'm interested in the world and some of the themes, et cetera, I think are super interesting. And the women, the sexuality, all of that. I'm like, yeah, the men, the sort of homosexuality piece of it. It's all, I think it's a really cool world. I, I was so bummed that the teeth looked the way they did because I'm and like, it made people sound bad. It made well, people sound bad, yeah. but it's also just like, okay, like this is, I, I honestly feel like if I went to the Halloween store right now, I could find something that was better and more visually interesting than what they were wearing in this. As teeth. Yeah. In this right. film. Yeah. yeah. As no, like those I agree. little flippers. They were ridiculous. They were ridiculous. ridiculous. And because they were practical, they looked out of play. They looked like they were filling people's oh, mouths. They were Their too speech white. was all. Yeah. But it's also like, did vampires evolve? Because in the cave or safe, whatever you want to call it, safe tomb, whatever it is, they find some skulls, which Omar Epps immediately destroys, which is just a gross, uh, you know, just a terrible way to just treat a dead body. But he, but all the vampire teeth were the front two teeth, almost like Bugs Bunny. Like they had a, different teeth. They right, were, they had, they were, there were different ones in different places because of oh, the they different all had different species. Ones? Okay. There's different species yeah. of vampires. I do know that from comics. You know? Okay. Um, some are like the Nosferatu, which Christopher Plummer says, which is the front two. Some are like the fangs, traditional, like spread, uh, whatever the canines or whatever these mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, but yeah, no, and those, by the way, vampire skulls, you know how expensive, you know how valuable those would be? Come Honestly, on. Honestly, run in there, That's take the those treasure. and run. And That's like, the treasure, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I kind of found these teeth to be, besides the fact that I am pretty positive Gerard Butler isn't completely dubbed the entire film because clearly whatever they got with those teeth in was not working or being sexy. Like, I feel like it really was crowding his mouth. I found them to be. Uh, that's a that's a t shirt. Crowded mouth. Crowded mouth. <laughs> uh, like, but like the the idea of, like I don't know. They felt really sharp and like they uh, they felt like they were doing the job right. Like I like it, like it didn't. It felt like the teeth were there for the right reasons, not for show. But maybe you're wrong. Maybe you guys think. I mean, you guys don't like these teeth. I thought the teeth looked actually very like razor like. Like, ooh, that would really cut into me. I felt like there was a lot of like. Slight, I don't know. I, I don't know. I felt that. I, I, like, I yeah. felt like, uh, boy, I would have liked it if the teeth were, and maybe this goes against the kind of inherent uh, sexiness of the movie mm-hmm. or or however you want to look at it. But I felt like, uh, to June's point, like kind of too white and too big. And I was like, oh, there's something that would make it scarier to me if his teeth were like sharp and yellow and looked oh, like. Oh, yeah, they're not yellow. They're like, like crest white strips. Yeah. they. You know, like he and I get it. He's by sucking the blood out of the bad guys on the plane. He is he's goes from a withered husk of, of a man into youthful Gerard Butler. So I, I understand the, the reasoning, but it's just not as scary. But no. he remains then super sexy, which I think is what the movie wants. And by the way, because what, everywhere he goes, everybody's like, oh, my God, look at this hunk. But that's Dracula's mind trickery. Like, that's not what always. He, uh, oh, not really? always. I don't think he tricks Lucy in the Virgin Megastore. Oh, I think it's oh, like I he's exuding he this like. Hypnot- you think he's what is it called? Glamoring? 
I, I think, think that, yeah, he's oh. sort of put her under his spell. Under his spell? I think okay. anyone Maybe comes you... in contact, I think he's almost exuding it like um, like, a, like a bug zapper or like, you yeah. know, like it's like it's out. Like he can't. Okay. She seems yeah. like pretty with like it. Like a bug pretty... zapper? Like, you know, there's some he's energy. exuding it like a bug zapper? You know what? Like a citronella candle. <laughs> I, that's what I would say. A citronella candle is a better he's idea. He's exuding sexuality like a bug zapper. <laughs> Man, like, you ever look at a you know bug zapper you're, and you're like, that's so hot. Well, t- if I'm a mosquito, I do. Because oh, I'm like, oh, I got to get in there. I got to get in. Jennifer Esposito. Get me in there. You're actually yeah. right, Paul. It this is like is, a bug zapper. It, that, it draws like you like in. It draws you in and, and you get zapped. That's it. <laughs> Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect. But... Also, on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack and my kids said, mom said, we can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me, but I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry. And they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do 
a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. The other thing about it, though, too, was like, so did you understand what happened? And maybe this is a moment where, Paul, you're not paying enough attention, but where um, our hero, uh, Mary, goes to bite Johnny Lee Miller, and then, like, she's tricking him, right, to get the upper hand. But then when they do the flashback, I, I got okay, she's tricking him here. But then when they do the flashback to the scene that just happened two seconds before, I'm like, where did the blood come from? She bit her own lip? She bit her own lip. You see her do one of these. Uh, okay, yeah. like, okay. With uh, okay. her little, with her new with her fang. fang. She, uh, yeah, okay. she bites her own fangs. lips. But, then, yeah. so, but her, wouldn't her lip be bleeding profusely at that point too? Like, well, I think there is blood on her. Oh, yeah, got it. There okay, is blood so. on her and on him because that's, it, and that's why it looks like she did do it. Okay, okay. It's a messy way to be, but I, I get it now. I get uh, it. What I couldn't understand, actually, and, and you might say, June, you weren't paying atten- enough attention, but I, I feel like a lot of the movie, we are instructed over and over, and the rules are laid out on how these vampires can be killed. And and we also know that Dracula cannot be killed. But the way that she kills him, was that set up so he can be killed? He's pretty much... Um, Hanging by the cross in the sun. She oh, is that what out. it was? Well, I think he lights on fire because the sun comes up and starts hitting him. Well, but he, thought, so he's it. not killed by by the 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 wire she put around him when she jumps uh, off. Okay, no, 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 no. I think no, I think it's twofold because if it's just sunlight, then her, then Christopher Plummer's a complete fucking idiot. Like, just put him in That's sunlight, it. right? Like. I just, think it had if you to created with, all that stuff in that room. Put a fucking sunroof in there. Yeah. Well, I think the idea was he needed to be hung again because in this movie the cord huh, snapped. That's what I think is right. Right. Yeah. So he was saved. Now Jesus on that neon cross is holding him. And I mean, because she did say we take okay. the body back. She took the body back. The last well, the scene of the ashes. movie. The ashes, oh, okay. right? She's, she How did she collect the ashes? the ashes? I mean, that was on a high up building. Come she's on. going around. It's ludicrous. It's, it's ludicrous. New Orleans. And but the, like, does the end of the movie, doesn't the end of the movie suggest that he's kind of back? A little she's bit. She's back. Because she's, she's seeing back. him. She's seeing him trapped in the she's, coffin yeah, like okay. always. Um, yeah, okay, okay. So I, I think mean, the movie yeah. would have you believe he isn't dead. He can't be killed. He will somehow reconstitute well, he in a asked, sequel? Well, yes. Well, there were two direct-to-DVD sequels. What? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. There were um, there were two. It was, uh, let's Is see. Is one of them right called here. Never Fuck With an Antiques Dealer 2? And I was like, you know. <laughs> Dracula 2000 was followed by two direct-to-video uh, sequels, Ascension in 2003 and Legacy in 2005. Uh, same uh, team co-wrote all three films and created a plot to a fourth film and discussed releasing it theatrically, but no film has been produced. Um, now, I've, I say that uh, because I also want to say that the people that are responsible for this film are uh, Patrick uh, Lucier uh, and uh, Joel Swanson. Now, the movie is called 
Wes Craven presents Dracula 2000. Does not seem that Wes Craven is involved in this in At any all? way. Oh, in wow. Any way. This was a Dimensions film, a Weinstein Brothers production. And this is the, this is the thing that I love about this. Clearly, they made Scream. So they have a relationship with uh, yes. Wes Craven. And I'm sure they gave him a shitload of money to say, pop your name on this. Just to give us something, because this is uh, Scott Derrickson, who, uh, you know, just did uh, Black Phone. Uh, he Didn't he do Doctor Strange? The first did Doctor the first Strange? one, yeah. Okay, yeah. So he said that uh, he got a call, and they're like, hey, I just bought this script called Dracula 2000. And he goes, oh, yeah? Is it good? And he goes, and Weinstein replies, no, it stinks. And he goes, well, why did you buy it? And he goes, because it's called Dracula 2000. Wow. And that okay. was that was the uh And and then Scott Derrickson said, I'm in. Uh that was and, and so he wrote it, wow. then Aaron Kruger rewrote it, and then these guys came on and uh and and they and then they took it home. Uh so I mean it's just interesting that they just liked huh. two thousand. Yeah. Like that title isn't even worth that much. Um but here's what I'll say about wow. his the ending. So I guess what they're saying is he asks for forgiveness to God. So that oh. is, I think, how he could get killed. If he asks for forgiveness, then he can huh. be destroyed. Why does he do why does he do it in this moment, I wonder? Because I don't particular nothing happened at the end of the movie that made me feel as though I was watching Judas reckon with the now thousands of years of, of what he's done. And feel as though he needs to make things no. right with God. Well, as, There's, you that know, doesn't... Molly was saying in the chat, like, so Judas betrays, yeah, Judas betrays Jesus for silver. But, yeah. like, we don't ever get the sense that Dracula in this version is greedy or d wrestling with, like, the, the greed that Judas wrestled with. So it's the, these things are so disconnected. Yeah, it the, felt the to me like, a, wouldn't sense. it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if we yeah. made him Judas instead of it being this, the, you know, the traditional kind of Vlad the Impaler? What if we made what if we went all the way back and made him when they cut to the Last Supper? I was like, Whoa. oh, and they're, cutting, and they're cutting to the Last Supper they're the way that you would do it. The, the Last Supper, the way that you would do it at a high school play. Like when he is hanging on that tree, it's like. Red lights, lone yeah. tree. It was yeah. and like he's staring at Jesus up on the cross. It it is a wild, wild. Oh, it's nonsense. I, uh, yeah, so, I mean, when, when I realized he's Judas, it was really quite a moment, you guys. Well, I mean, you really, <laughs> yeah. quite a moment. <laughs> Judas Iscariot, the cross, the silver, all the things you came to despise. It was my destiny to betray you. Because you needed me. Now, I drink the blood of your children. But I give them more than just eternal life. I give them what they crave most. You would deny them forever. It, that wasn't, it, it, and just to see Gerard Butler in that time, 
I mean, yeah. that's where I was like, this movie is going for it, but do we need any of this? Do we need they co- they co- they quote the they quote it, and Molly just put it in the in the chat as well. But they the line that they quote is "blood of my blood, flesh of my flesh." Which is which is the you know the 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 what you say on the when you're eating and drinking um, communion wafers though right. the yeah yeah exactly when you're getting communion when yeah. you're receiving communion yes but the idea is not that Jesus actually made them drink his blood it's that he turned this is like actually a part of where the church splits is people who believe that they were drinking something that was oh, right, the yes. actual blood and body and eating the body of mm-hmm. Christ and something that just was a stand-in for. Um, well, I so know this where is I fall. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's all blood, baby. <laughs> all Gotta blood. get that blood. <laughs> give me the, get that blood. Give me blood, that. that. Uh, drink, drink. Give stuff. me that Savior's blood. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, by the way, what did you think the conversation was like? Virgin Megastore, we got a great, we got a great tie-in oh here. Because that actually so much- more than anything about this time period, it was actually so great to see it. Because I was like, oh man, it was a return to Do see you remember? the space oh, and layout yeah. of it. I was like, whoa! I I remember like the Union Square. Yeah, there, there was a Virgin in yeah, Union Square that you could uh, and you I could go remember. in there and listen to CDs because you could course. put on the headphones and play the album. And just sit there, and I was like, I remember and you waiting could waste for the strokes. so much time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my Ugh. god! It's just um, it was. Do such you think a scene. that they chose the Virgin Mega Store because it suggested virginity, and that that is like. That's a big Ooh. thing in vampire well, kind of lore. You know what? I'm going to say that I think you're right because this movie is full of like hidden Easter eggs. Like the name of Van Helsing's antique business is Carfax Abbey, which is the name of the house that Dracula moves into. Wait, in Carfax? Carfax. Carfax. Wait, isn't that a Marcus Lemonis company? I don't think Carfax is. Oh, it's uh, one of the other ones. But maybe okay. it's like, but Carfax, like, if you bring us a antique, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you, an antique arrow, we'll tell you how much it costs. Of- all of Marcus Lemonis's companies. They should I mean, all really advertise on this podcast. I mean, by the way, Absolutely. he's asked to be on the show Pete's and we'd love to have sweets, him on the show. We just haven't figured Pete's it out. Sweet treats, all of it. Um, yeah. The metal letters hanging on the wall at the top of Mary's house are L-R-U-C-E, which, if you rearrange them, spell cruel. Oh, And when Dr. Seward says the line, I never drink coffee. There's a lot of like, a lot of Easter eggs here in this movie like about like going back to the roots of the original story, uh, you know, so that, you know, that there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack, but I do think that like virgin, like this movie feels like everyone was like, this is cool. Like so much so that the title Dracula 2000, they were racing to get it out because they needed to, to come out in 2000. And like, they just like, they started too late. They started in the summer. So they only had a couple of months to get the whole thing done. So like, but this movie oddly even though it's called Dracula 2000, Virgin Megastore is the only detail that yeah. really lines it up with, oh, this is an older movie. Everything a else moment is, in time. Yeah, yeah. nothing it, else in it is, is, uh, is dated. There is, yeah, there is, there's no other product placement. There's no other, but, but Virgin is, the word Virgin is constantly appearing because they're wearing t-shirts that say Virgin. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's, it's very prominent uh, in that regard. Yeah, she literally sleeps in her work shirt as a pajama shirt. It's not like she fell asleep in her work shirt. She's like, well, it's so comfortable at work. 
I'll wear it at home. And then the Virginia you know, Richard Branson's like, I love that. I love that kind. Of, it's surprising that Richard Branson didn't have like a bug zapper off with Dracula. Like they both get there and like, oh, you're sexy. Well, you're sexy. And they high five and Branson walks out. What's kind of crazy in this whole movie is that like, even though the movie takes, the second half of the movie takes place in incredibly crowded Mardi Gras, New Orleans, um, the first half in London, and yet, and, and, and the murders are, they're racking up so many murders throughout. There is no law enforcement presence. That's the same thing we saw in Hard Target. Well, yeah. New Orleans doesn't murders, care about those though, Jason, most of those people do end up becoming vampires. That's true. Uh, That's okay. true. So, but I'm just thinking but about the local the police cops who are like, stuff, like, where are the police who are like, where are all the bodies that we put in true. that t- in that place? That's true. Well, the morgue is so full. <laughs> the morgue is full of bodies. These cops have, I mean, we saw it happen they're in Hard Target. There's a lot of, with it. they're on strike again. The cops are on strike, I think. The same strike, it ties It's the, the same strike. Also, people, nobody's reporting on the fact that local news superstar Jerry Ryan has gone missing. And what And that her cameraman, cameraman? She's, he got chomped. She's still know? doing news. That's the thing. She's still showing up to her shifts. It would be amazing if she was broadcasting. If she did a if she did a standing piece on the street as a vampire, that would have been amazing. Well, by the way, if if I said I was upset when she said a TV star, and Jason, you actually were right. Voyager ended in two thousand one, so she was a TV star. But I do think she was like breaking news. You're dead. <laughs> you know, like that would have been great. I would have liked great. something like that. You know, let's play it to the character. Uh, well, clearly we had opinions about this movie, but the people out there that had different opinions now time for second opinions. Don't stop reviewing How did this get made second opinions These are uh, five-star reviews pulled from Amazon. 62% of reviews are five stars. 62%. Really? Yes. Listen, uh, yeah. Well, what are you going to say, Jen? Well, no, I was going to say, like, I did find this movie to be very watchable. I think a part of, a large part of that was because of Jennifer Esposito and just, like, wanting to watch her on screen. But, and also, like, I just think it's, it's, it's watchable. It's, it's not very good, but it, I thought it went down pretty smoothly. I feel like people, and and maybe uh, this is just because of the world, I think people are a lot more forgiving of horror movies. Yes. Oh, in terms of like, so. oh, maybe the plot doesn't add up or whatever, but but very it was fun so. or scary well, or thrilling or it had the, you know, whatever, you know, whatever people want from these movies that I think if they get it a little bit, they're like, great, I loved it. I, I But this is my issue with this movie on, on, a, on a base level. I think the performances are good. I think there's some really fun ideas in here, but it's not scary. It's like the Minions, the new Minions movie, Rise of Gru. Like the other Minions movies are funny. This one is like, this, oh, this is like the Minions. This is well, a comparison I was not expecting. I, I mean, I'm bug zapping in Minions. Maybe I guess a million it, times. I guess it's like it, it feels adjacent to like the Minions Rise of Gru feels like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is trying. Like, it's not even trying to, it's like, oh yeah, that's a comedy. Now I just feel like you're is promoting it? the movie. Well, you have to Minions understand, Jason. So Minions Rise of Gru is on our... Uh, so much. So much. We watch In it. our yeah. car, on our Chrysler Pacific minivan. Yes. Pacific minivan. And, you know, the kids are watching it almost every time we get in the car. So from here on out, 
everything is going to be in relation to Minions Rise of Gru. Like it's either Do like Minions Rise cover of Gru or not like Minions I, Rise of Gru, but it will I, what I find about Minions, it's our North Star now. Uh, what I find about Minions Rise <laughs> of Gru is yes. it truly is. It's the way to kill vampires is through showing the Minions Rise of Gru. But the, the thing that I think about when I listen to that movie every day is I, it's not bad, but it's not funny. It's kind of has a plot, but nothing that I really care about. And what's the story? Not much. And it's like, that's what this movie is. Like, there's no real scares. It's like no jump scares. The horror I had a couple like, jump scares when he first popped out. A couple. couple. The and leech not, in the face. They're, they're not, it's Did really, not like and it's leech. not a, um, it's not scary. It's more, I, maybe it's more of a, I guess it's a monstery, thrillery movie no, than it is. No, I think it it's is. a horror movie, but it's like. I guess. It's light. I sort of. It's light. Yeah, it is light. It's light. To me, the thing that I what I was most intrigued by in June, you didn't even get to really experience it the way I did, which is like going, is that Gerard Butler? How is that Gerard Butler? Let me that look was at the this. spookiest I- part. Talk about spooky season. I was like, ooh, I, I every time I came close to thinking it was Gerard Butler, I was then confident it wasn't. It was like he was edging us the entire it movie. It really <laughs> was. It was a crazy experience. All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was, it, it's not, yeah, it's tough. But it, I will say it is very slick to June's yes. point of it going down smooth. Yes. It's very slick and it's not like, you know, they shot clearly during Mardi Gras. Like there's mm-hmm. a ton of like visual stimuli in the movie that is Absolutely. pretty good. You know, like it's 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 well done in that regard. But it's like I couldn't make heads or tails of who am I rooting for? Whose story is this? Do when are we getting closer or further from the goal of any protagonist? And I didn't know. There's a couple of very blunt exposition dumps that come very late in the movie. So even then you're like, you spend the first 50 minutes of the movie being like, who is everybody and what is their relationship? I also love the idea that you know, from their apartment, from Mary's apartment, like the idea that if you live in New Orleans, you automatically have Mardi Gras masks up. Oh yeah. yeah. You're, like she it's had like, several in that bedroom. Well, you never know when it's going to happen. You got to kind of run down. It's like an umbrella. If you live in London, I mean, well, you need like, it by the door. Everybody who actually lives in New Orleans seems to just like detest Mardi Gras. Oh yeah. yeah to be or, like, we got to get out of town. in a totally different way than uh, like but, what tourists yes. do there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a bit, it's not there just to get fucked up. The, the thing I think about this movie, to your point about it being slick is, I like a movie like this where I watched it. I was like, oh, this is fun. And it's, you know, and they've got some weird stuff, but I enjoyed it. And then when you leave, it all falls apart. That to me is a trick that I'm like, oh, yeah, this doesn't really make sense if you think about it. But good editing. And this director it was a former editor, edited all the screen movies, the first three. Like, I think that there is a pacing to it. It's like, don't worry about it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And it's yeah, enough. That you're you, right. You know, it's like you're right. They don't let you. Nothing sticks. Or, no scenes linger too long. No. Nothing sticks around long enough for you to start to poke holes in it. They're just like yeah. on to the next visual, overwhelming visual stimuli on yeah. to the next, you know, yeah, boom, boom, like, boom. Yeah. And you. D- I'm just sort of like trying to figure out the Judas piece. And then all movie? of a sudden he's like hanging off of the a crucifix. I mean, I loved the part where they're Johnny Lee Miller and, um, Mary Van Helsing find themselves in a, in a, is it a church library? Where are they? In a 
And then he's got a giant Bible that he tries to threaten Dracula with. And then he uses the Bible like a gun where he opens it wide and it shoots pages out like like a, like, like a fire bullet this? it's like what yeah. like like the like the like bible the pages is... of the bible are bullets of fire to dracula i was like well how does johnny keep in mind johnny lee miller for his he starts as the assistant antiquities dealer the antiquities buyer yeah for he's not a van helsing he's not a monster hunter he's not a monster guy all of maybe the movie should be from his point of view what the fuck is this world I just stumbled well, he into? Goes, but it's he, not. He literally goes from, hey, this is a world with vampires and shit's going down to like killing immediately and then being like, now I'm just on this tear. Now I'm like, yeah. now I'm a fucking full on assassin. He doesn't seem to have any background of killing or anything. He although he, well, he also gets beat up savagely repeatedly oh, yeah. and never has a mark on him. never has a limp. Very strong. Oh, uh, Dracula, Gerard Butler, Omar Epps, once he's a vampire, multiple vampires with full strength toss him around like a rag doll. Boy, and he to. is fine. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, they toss Christopher Plummer around too. I mean, and uh, he gets up a couple times because it gives me, yeah. yeah, he's running out. But you see, why is he running out of Dracula blood? Because he just shot himself up that night. He seems like he got on a plane the next day and he's like automatically super old. I don't know how much he has to, I don't know what his habit is. Okay. That's smart. Okay, well, we'll check. I don't that. know what his dosage is. I don't know. Right? Maybe, I don't know what the doctor recommended. Which then goes down to that the fact that he's down in there getting those leeches off him a lot. All right. So these are five star reviews. There's not many great ones, uh, but they are kind of picked out here. And I will uh, read you this one from Rick. Um, I forgot how awesome this movie was. It's a new take on Dracula. I only wish it wasn't called Dracula, because I enjoyed the humor, action, and characters. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> so your slam is you don't like that. You like the Dracula movie, but don't like that it's called Dracula. Because, <laughs> okay, all right, Mardi Gras party time. I don't know what it should be called. Like, uh, uninvited guest. Uh, like, I don't know. Uninvited guest. I like that. I like I like that, that although, although they did maintain the idea that he needed to be invited in to vitamin C's house. Oh, right. They did have that. Okay, that's good. I forgot about that. Um, And then this one is from uh, Rachel. She writes, I'm taking a college English class on Dracula, and we had to watch this for class. This is my favorite depiction of Dracula that I've seen so far. Really interesting movie to watch, especially if you've read the book. Five stars. Read Bram Stoker's novel for the first time for a better experience. So this person's saying this is the most accurate representation of Dracula. This is hashtag this person's Dracula. And then uh, Susie Herring writes, I like this movie too. A good vampire movie to watch because many of us wanted to be a vampire or dress like a vampire on Halloween. But I (laughs) love vampires a lot. Five stars. Title, Vampire Bite. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then this is my the one I, I love end. that it's I love that I love the admission of like many of us wanted to be a vampire <laughs> like the uh, you know like people seeking out all the vampire movies just because they so badly want to be a vampire they just need it and this one right here was uh, one that I thought was really special it it should have been a five star review but something went terribly wrong from Cyberghost thirteen uh-huh. this is a great movie but I only rate it one star. Because it's not in the original aspect ratio. <gasps> One star. How did they know that? The tr- so that uh, whatever transfer or whatever what? version they watched? Yep. 
And wow. then, and then this is a true huh? one star review, which uh, no, uh, from Arlene. The title of the review is "Should Never Have Ordered This." Written on January second, two thousand twenty-one. I am a born again Christian. Oh boy. Not an appropriate movie. Period. <laughs> one star. That's it. I, I like what led to this person re- getting uh, renting and what? And I, I also, it? I'm also just like, don't watch it. it. It's called Dracula. Look, the other guy's issue of it being called Dracula 2000 would maybe like, as a born again Christian, you might, oh, I guess because of the Judas, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's the Judas oh, tie in. Maybe oh. they didn't, maybe they didn't, maybe they were okay watching a Dracula movie, but because it became a really Judas, blasphemous. Yeah. Yes. Maybe because of the that it turned into a blasphemous story. Judas is too sexy. Uh, I know we've already kind of talked about it, but would we recommend this movie? Would you recommend this movie? Did or or did the Discord do a good job at picking us a good movie? I don't think so, Discord. I think you blew it. Not that I, you know, it was totally fine. You know, but right. it's. I think if if it's up to you, if it's up to you, the Discord, and you have the kind of power to make us watch literally anything, especially inside of this, the spookiest of seasons. This, like, this is, I would say, pretty benign in terms of a. You know, it's fine. It's got some of our favorites in it, yeah, which I love. Love that. But uh, it, it was it was it like was I like oh I can't wait to talk about this? Not exactly. It was just kind of like it was good. You know, so yeah. it, it was fine. Some some stuff, but nothing. I don't know. I think the bis- I think that not I racing to watch Discord. It. Raise your game, Discord. Yeah, Come Discord on. do better. You know, I was fine actually watching this movie, and I thought this was a fine choice for us. But now that I know that this movie was nominated by the Discord community, I'm like, oh, I'm a little yeah. disappointed in retrospect. Yeah. Like, this is the best you got? Is it, is this the best you got? Wow, that is a direct challenge from June to the Discord. <laughs> I mean, you guys are t- you our Discord cut is amazing. To next, cut to next October and we're watching all of the human centipedes. <laughs> uh, I think that was on never. the list, as a matter of I'll fact. I'll never do um, it. I, look, I think Discord understands that we love Gerard Butler. Yes, uh, and, that I and, and I think him. that, and, and, you and, know. And Jennifer Esposito. Yes, like, this is they, guys, you know, they this delivered some, a package to us that in all, th- that makes sense. It checks all the boxes. But again. I feel like the Discord is pandering to us. Oh, wow. By giving us Gerard wow. Butler. Wow, well, I will tell you. Like, don't Gerard try Butler. to figure out our algorithm, Discord. Yeah, yep. don't try and don't try. You know what, Discord, have an identity of your own. Yeah, and it's like we're you can't like put an equation together and try to come up with the answer to what we're gonna like. Wow, this is yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't want to log on to YouTube to look at the Discord and figure out what they're saying. I mean, look, is look, that how Discord works? I mean, you kind of. What? I mean, you know. And I'll <laughs> tell you this much. I'll like. I'll tell you this much that there, the one that came in second place was a movie that Avril had shot down, and I felt. Oh, if that movie wins, if the second place movie wins, I'm going to have to do it to respect the discord, but I would have to go against Avril uh, and her. And and I got to say, uh, she's got good instincts. She's it never leads us astray uh, as much as Detroit would like to tell us that she is by uh, oh, picking Ugly wow. Loves. Uh, but uh, but there we go. And by the way, wait, we, what was the second place movie? Um, I believe it was called Phantom of pa- of the Paradise, uh, which oh, I always oh, think oh, is okay. uh, which is a movie that we actually have some connection to. It's a 1974 Hi. film, uh, and it's a rock uh, musical comedy uh, directed ah. by Brian De Palma, which oh. Avril, oh. Avril said the problem I with it that movie is, is yeah. it's too in on its own joke. Um, yeah. You know, but anyway, 
All that being said, head to our Discord, get in there, uh, you know, mix it up, change the algorithm on us. And uh, if you want, make sure you check us out on tour. We're going to be all around, uh, all around you right now. We're Indianapolis, gonna... Northfield, Ohio, Detroit, Chicago. Chicago. Come in costume. And then in December, we're going to be in San Francisco. The uh, first weekend in December. But go to HDTGM.com to find out uh, how to get tickets and what movies we are watching and all that good stuff. But so far, uh, if this is Friday and you're listening to it, we are in Detroit tonight. So come out and see us in Detroit. Can't wait. Bring your costumes. Come on. Uh, you know, like there's a lot of good inspiration in how did this get made movies in how did this get made inside jokes. Mm. You can come in costume as anything else. But if you come in costume as something from our shared universe, boy, would that be fun. I love it. All right. So anyone have anything that they want to plug or talk about? I mean, I'll shout out um, season six of Big Mouth is about to start in a couple of weeks. Um, I'll mention that. Oh, and yeah. Then, I have uh, a bigger part of season, season two. Uh, oh, I, nice. I, I tie into your character, as a matter of fact. Yeah, exactly. And then um, and then also um, uh, Star Trek uh, Prodigy, uh, which is up right now. The new season uh, just came out and it's fantastic. I'm very excited to check that out. Lower Decks is on, on Paramount Plus. And so be- funny. Because I'm part of Paramount Plus, I also plug that I was on uh, The Good Fight with Christine Baranski and Andre Whoa! Brower and it was uh, that's like your favorite show uh, it is so love I was very it. excited to be on there it was oh, really fun oh that's so cool I uh, oh, play I a lawyer that. who defends a fetus very cool yeah very interesting who plays the fetus well we never meet uh, oh. <laughs> I only ask because I auditioned for it well I, I, like, I don't want to get into it but yeah it was, there was right. a lot of it was uh, Johnny Lee Miller Johnny Lee Miller a lot of politics that went into that Jason I'm sure do you know anything nope All right, well, listen to the deep dive. And a big thank you to our Discord for being so active, but a giant thank you to our producers. And I am talking about Cody Fisher, our brand new producer, uh, Scott Sani, Molly Reynolds, our engineer, uh, Devin, and our publisher, July Diaz. You can check out all of our amazing uh, merch. We got tons of it at tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. But make sure you go to the How This Made store, not the ripoff stores on there. And we have a very special piece of Christmas merch coming. Stay tuned for the announcement about that. We'll send out a big mailer about that. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week and continue to discuss this and so much more on Last Looks. So tune in next week to find out the next movie and hear your feedback about how we think that you messed us up. Anyway, (laughs) uh, bye for now. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey listen remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like i'm serious if that leaks over the counter it'll be a slimy abomination by the time i get back and i was like yeah 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 of course don't worry about it i won't forget (laughs) well oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed rinse after use if in contact with food surface When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.